Hello, my name is Hatami Ono. And my name is Mohamed Amin Melmouz. So the focus of today's podcast is uh, to provide a comprehensive and uh, informative overview of labor migration. Uh, in this discussion, I will start by exploring the underlying reasons for labor migration with a particular attention to the experiences of Moroccan labor migrants. Then I will examine the challenges these individuals encounter to secure uh, employment in the Moroccan labor market. And additionally, I will delve into the conditions of uh, Moroccan workers in Western Europe. And I will talk about the effect of migration on domestic labor migrants with reference to the emotional well-being of migrant children left in the home country. And we will discuss it together. So I heard that many Moroccan work outside of the countries and migrate in Europe. As you are from Morocco, can you explain to me the situation and the reason why Moroccan migrate to other countries? Yes, uh, so I'll start by uh, clarifying that Morocco is a semi-periphery country, according to Wallerstein uh, World System Theory. The, this, that means that it's an intermediate country between the core and peripheral countries. So let me explain the core and the periphery divide. The core countries are the world's most influential and uh, developed countries uh, with the most advanced economies and technologies. And an example of it is the, the global north. And the peripheral countries are the least developed globally with the weakest economies and technologies. So the semi-periphery countries such as Morocco uh, is between them. So it has some characteristics of the both. And uh, basically, Morocco, Morocco's economy is based on agriculture, tourism, and manufacturing, as well as is considered a significant exporter of phosphate. However, Morocco also faces many challenges, uh, including a high poverty rate, limited infrastructure, and significant income inequality. And uh, these challenges have led to migratory activity, basically. So. Uh, uh, Morocco has experienced various forms of migratory activity, including rural and urban immigration to the EU, uh, internal migration from rural to urban areas, and uh, being as a transit migration door for sub-Saharan migrants and, and, and Moroccans as well. Mm -hmm. So what encourages Moroccan to go abroad? So there are many causes that uh, made Moroccans to move abroad, but he, he has uh, he has uh, the main cause is the the flaws in the Moroccan labor market. So uh, there are many challenges uh, in the Moroccan labor market, such as the lack of inclusion of women and youth. Uh, in 2022, the unemployment rate for young people aged 15 to 24 was uh, almost 32 percent, while for those with higher education, it was 61 uh, percent. And additionally, in 2021, female labor force participation was very, very low at uh, 22%, which is below the world average of 47%. So this low participation rate limit the economic opportunities of women and youth and uh, aggravate the existing inequality and uh, over hinder overall the economic growth. Uh, another challenge is that there is the slow job growth in Morocco uh, as the existing job creation system cannot absorb the working age population as the uh, formal employment is concentrated in larger and older firm. firm. Uh, however, the small and medium firms uh, face several constraints in operation and expansion, which make it 
make difficult for them to create new jobs and uh, basically the Moroccan government must produce at least 400,000 new jobs every year to accommodate uh, the Moroccan labor however they only create can create between 180,000 to 200,000 new jobs every year and uh, another challenge another challenge uh, that the Moroccan labor market face is that there is a poor quality of jobs uh, the informal sector basically dominate the Moroccan labor market as uh, it account uh, of 43% of the country's GDP for example in 2015 and over a third of Moroccan workers are already employed in that sector performing like manual or domestic labor driving taxis or selling goods on the streets and uh, consequently the productivity is low and workers lack adequate protection and the mechanism for social dialogue um, so I understand the reason why Moroccan migrate to Europe because you know they they uh, kind of seek the opportunities right but is there actually a demand for Moroccan migrants in Europe yes there is they have been highly valued uh, highly, va highly valued abroad uh, even despite their lower qualification uh, many employers have found that they are well suited to work for certain industries such as uh, agriculture, hotels and catering and uh, that is in line with priority division of labor market into primary and secondary as the jobs held by women, minorities and immigrants such as Moroccan in this case make up the secondary segment and uh, have less favorable working conditions, lower wages and uh, fewer benefits in, in other words, an individual in that segment is basically an invisible person. Mm -hmm. So, I think European prefer Moroccan, especially Moroccan women, as domestic labor migrants, as they can be cheaper to hire, but it can lead to the exploitative relation between employer and employee, I think. Yeah, I agree. So, basically, Moroccan women who migrate to Europe uh, to work as domestic wor worker, often work as nannies or housekeepers or caregivers uh, or even work in restaurants, hotels and uh, other service industries. So compared to local labor, many employers prefer hiring these low-skilled migrants over the local labor due to the reliabi reliability and uh, willingness to work harder. Uh, similarly, Chakraborty claims that jobs usually taken by migrant workers are uh, the so-called 3D jobs uh, dirty, dangerous and difficult jobs which are also increasingly stigmatized as low status migrant jobs so this phenomenon can be explained uh, through the lens of uh, the dual labor market theory which focuses on the structural factors, factors that drive migration in uh, the modern capitalist economies so specifically, some businesses prefer to hire these low-skilled laborers due to the re their relative ease of management and exploitation. And uh, these migrants are often uneducated and undocumented, so they lack the power to assert their rights through legal channels. And uh, as well, the irregular status of these migrants can lead to a weakened passive workfor workforce, since uh, they may be afraid of losing their employment or being deported if uh, they exercise their rights or even demand better working conditions. Mm -hmm. So I think 
The submissive nature of the Moroccan workhorse can be attributed to various factors, including the preference of employers for low-skilled migrant workers, the stigmatization of certain jobs as migrant jobs, and the structural factors that drive migration in capitalist economies. Yes. So what is your perspective on domestic labor migration? Um, I want to talk about Cajun theory first because and it provides a clear explanation of the phenomenon of domestic labor migration, I think. Um, according to this theory, when women migrate abroad to work as domestic laborers, their responsibilities for household chores, childcare and elder care are taken over by other female family members or hired domestic laborers. However, these domestic laborers may not be paid as women in the family are expected to perform these duties while men are expected to act as breadwinners. In this Spain, Etis in 2005 noted that as we move down the chain, the value assigned to the labor decreases and often becomes unpaid at the end of the chain, where an older daughter may substitute for her mother in providing unpaid care for her younger siblings. Uh, so I understand from the chain theory that uh, migration can positively impact women's experiences, but mm -hmm. uh, it also can be challenging experience at the same time for them, right? Yes, so there's a positive effect that women can send their remittances to their families to enhance their lives and maybe support their children's education. But I want to focus on the issues more. So um, <clears throat> the emotional well-being of migrant children needs more attention, I think. Uh, the study of Battistella and Conona in 1998 found that most migrant children demonstrated an understanding of the primary purpose of their parents' absence, namely to increase families' wealth and enhance their education, but they also experienced loneliness and sadness towards their parents' departure. Um, especially children with absent mothers were more likely to express feelings of sadness, rage, confusion and apathy than children with absent fathers. Yeah, that's right. So, but uh, I, I agree that migration has a negative effect on children's life, uh, social isolation. But I think for the mother, it will have a much greater effect as they face difficulties in adjusting abroad and uh, can lead to a feeling of loneliness and isolation. This can mm -hmm. be challenging as uh, they may not have many opportunities to meet other people or make friends, like mm -hmm. maybe due to working long hours or they may not speak the language of the country they are working in, which uh, can make it difficult to communicate, you know? Yeah, exactly. Um, so their, their voice is actually very hidden in society in the first world, um, although they are very important in society. And for children, mother is definitely important. Um, a paralysis study in 2005 actually showed that when husband migrate, wives tend to take on the roles of mother and father, but when my wives migrate, husband usually take a back seat and hand off children's care to family to female relatives so basically the father is not willing to involve in child care so if the father is unwilling and, and unable to take the primary responsibility for child care 
it may be necessary to explore the alternative childcare options, you know, hiring nannies or enlisting the help of uh, other family members or even finding a, you know, a daycare center. Yeah, it can be a solution, but also the issue is domestic labor is still perceived as a woman's job in many countries. Um, and Hoshchan articulated in her um, in 2000 in her article that there is a concern that migrant children receive less mother care than children in the first world who receive the surplus love in contrast. Uh, so children basically have a fundamental need for nurturing and uh, being in a supportive environment which include the presence of an uh, involved mother. So when the mother goes to work abroad uh, her absence can have a significant emotional and psychological effect on the children. Is that what you mean, right? Yes. So I really think that um, the Global North ignores a lot of issues in Global South and the exploitation is reproduced for a long time. It's very repetitive. So we need to raise an awareness and implement more inclusive policies for the domestic labor migrants. So, uh, in, in conclusion, labor migration is a complex issue with both positive and negative impacts. Uh, on the one hand, uh, it can provide migrants with better economic opportunities abroad, such as the Moroccan case that we talked about. Uh, on the other hand, there are many negative consequences of it, such as being separated from families and friends, which can lead to social isolation and uh, negative emotional impact. Part particularly for the women labor migrants and also her children.